Welcome to the Anne Unashamed podcast, where we have relaxed couch conversations that heal by bringing you inside the life stories of vulnerable women and men who invite you to take a sneak peek into their journey. I'm your host, Erica. Let's chat. Today, we are joined by Jessica. Jessica, welcome to the Anne Unashamed podcast. So happy to have you here today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So excited. All right. So tell us a fun fact or two about yourself. Fun fact about me. So we're in Virginia, so I can say this is a fun fact that I'm from Florida. Yes. I But I wasn't born there. Okay. I was born in New Jersey. Moved to Florida when I was two because my parents job moved us there and I'm pretty much a Florida girl I'm country there's not much Jersey about me okay I'm from Duval County Florida Jackson Florida Duval if you're from there you know if you know you know Duval County baby okay (laughs) um I'm done being ratchet right now that is too funny um uh, another fun fact is I was on the swim team as a kid really I actually can swim very well I did not know that about you Yes, but I stopped when I got close to teenage because hair. Oh. Mm. Yeah. It started breaking off, girl. Oh. Yeah. And my mom um, is not good with hair. Okay. So that's okay. why I started doing hair. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know if I thought you were going to say the hair started breaking off. I thought you were going to say you were tired of your hair getting wet. That too. Okay. Because that meant I had to, and that's why I started breaking off, because I had to wash it mm. every day. And okay. swimming caps are just pointless. Yeah, they are. Because <laughs> they you still get your hair wet. So. That is true. Yeah. Okay. That's my fun fact. Now, wait. Okay, so what was your favorite? Is it stroke? Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. Breaststroke. Okay. I did very well in the breaststroke. Okay. Terrible at freestyle. Mm. Terrible. <laughs> I always got... The what we call the teal like ribbon. Okay, that was honorable mention. Honorable, <laughs> never placed in freestyle because. Oh wow! I just I don't know. I sunk. I just kept sinking, and my arms. I guess my body was heavier than my arms uh-huh. could pull. I don't know. But breaststroke is really like smooth. Yeah. So you'd be underwater, and then you got to pop up and down. Yeah. Yeah, child, I was pretty good at that. And then I stopped and my parents were disappointed because they were like, she has potential. Yeah. I could have went to the Olympics. Oh. Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. I don't. No. I enjoy it as a leisurely type thing. Okay. Okay. I'm not like one of those people that wants to compete. Like, yeah. Go ahead. You got it. I'll clap for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Mm. I pass. (laughs) I love that. All right. Anything else you would like to share with our listeners about yourself? Um, I guess I need to say this. I'm a mother of five kids. And yes. I'm married to an awesome guy. Um, let me see. Let me start. Jalen is 21. Joshua is 18. Jasmine is 10. Yeah. Jeremiah is six. And Jackson is three going on four. Going on 55. I was going to say, are we sure he's four? Going on 55. <laughs> yes, he, he is. <laughs> is an old man in a little person's body. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And such a beautiful family. Yeah. I keep <laughs> <laughs> So after reading Naked and Ashamed, what's your favorite part 
of the book or chapter? So I have a lot. Okay. But I'm going to give you the first one. Um, My favorite part was in part one, looking for love. Mm -hmm. I resonated with that. I feel like, like I told you earlier, we went to the same high school and we probably were friends, even though we lived in different states. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, it felt like a a chapter of my high school life. Yeah. Um, I was, I so badly wanted to be loved and adored by guys like the other girls were. Mm -hmm. Um, I had horrible teeth like they were clean I don't let me say that yeah (laughs) I kept my teeth clean okay but I it's hereditary in my family that two of my teeth are were missing they never grew back after I lost my baby teeth okay and so they're the ones on the side of your front two teeth okay and then my front two teeth had a gap so essentially I had three gaps wow not pretty not in my mind, yeah. it was not pretty. And people yeah. would tell me, older people would be like, oh, you have such a pretty smile. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're just trying to be real nice yeah. right now. Um, and from like whenever I lost my teeth till I was 15. I think I was 15 when I got braces. Okay. So... But I was in ninth grade. So going all that time. Wow. That's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah. I was so glad when I got boobs because I got a little more attention. <laughs> a little more Because I had like bigger boobs than the other girls. Yeah. I grew a little early. Um, but like my teeth were jacked. So I didn't get the same attention. So whenever I did get attention, it was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I have to be like this perfect girl. Yeah. Because I know that there are other girls with pretty teeth. Yeah. Um, but then once I got braces and all the gaps got filled in, you couldn't tell me nothing because oh. I had boobs and pretty teeth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was really using that to my advantage. <laughs> but I create like, I craved that attention. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be told I was pretty. I was fine. Yeah. Like I wanted all the things. So, and you know, I also did the whole, when I met a guy, I'm like, our wedding colors are going to be mm-hmm. teal and purple. Yes. And we're going to have three kids. So we're going to live here. Mm-hmm. I had it all planned out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was my, that's my first part that I loved. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like I'm reading my life. <laughs> Erica stole my life. <laughs> um, but I, that, that part was just like, I think that that's something that a lot of teenage girls feel. Yeah. Um, with whatever their insecurity is, because yeah. we all have them. And I think that's just not something that's spoken, but you put it out there. Yeah. And it needs to be like, hey, you're good. Yeah. You don't need anybody to validate your beauty, yep. the fact that you're smart, yep. or what, whatever it is. And, you know, I had great parents, and of course, they're like, you're purity. I'm like, you yeah. gotta tell me that. Yeah. Because you're my mama. Yeah. And you got to tell me that because you're my daddy and you gave me these teeth. It's your mm-hmm. fault. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're not trying to hear it from your family. You want to hear it from the boys. Mm-hmm. And then the girls making fun of you, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I I love that part. I love that you put that out there because that's um, being vulnerable but honest. And I think, like I said, I think it's something that not just women, but we speak in because I'm a girl, I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. But just speaking from a girl's perspective, 
I'm pretty sure that that's what a lot of us go through. Yeah, but I love what you said that we don't want to hear from our family. Mm -mm. We want to hear it from the boys. The boys. Yeah, Mm -hmm. especially at that age. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, because we're looking at the other girls getting this attention Mm -hmm. and we feel left off in the side and it's like, yeah. I'm special too. Yes, tell me I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, we know ourselves and we, no matter what we feel about ourselves, we know that there's good mm-hmm. in ourselves. Mm-hmm. So let me show you how good I am. Yeah. And then that's when we start doing all the, <laughs> <laughs> all the fun, dumb things. Yes. <laughs> that teenagers do do. <laughs> all the fun. It's fun and it's dumb. Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um. The other one I liked is um, more to life than this. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we live parallel lives. Let me just say that <laughs> because I was like, mm, this says Naked and Unashamed Erica Billy, not Jessica <laughs> Tony. This is not your book, sis. <laughs> but it really felt like that. Like, I just knew, like, so putting a little bit out there, um, when I went to college, I had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, he was still home. I went away to college, and he was a year younger than me. So I'm thinking, I'm a college girl. Yeah, There's no way he's going to break up with me. Oh, he broke up with me. Oh. <laughs> so he broke up with me. My heart was broken. Yeah. And um, I had a friend who we've been, we grew up together. Mm-hmm. I went to visit him. Mm-hmm. Things happened. Yep. Um, and that was my first time. Okay. And I was like, oh, we finna be together now. This is my boo. Yep. He's not even going though, nowhere. Even though we were like friends, mm-hmm. you know? And baby, he was like, oh, I, I have a girlfriend. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> no. All right, then. And it broke my heart. And then I met my um, two oldest children's father. Yeah. Who ended up being my first husband. Um. And, like, at first I didn't like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was funny and we just vibed. And, you know, that's how they do. Yeah. And um, we were friends, though. I can't I can't say, like, that's how they do because we were friends mm-hmm. at first. And then we started dating and I got pregnant. Okay. And then we got married. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, things did not work out there. And it's no shade towards him. Like, we were both young. We were 19. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wasn't ready to be married. Yeah. And um, I mean, I was because, like I said, when I meet you, yeah. I am your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I have had probably 60 different weddings in my head from 60 different guys. I love that you counted that. Yeah. <laughs> like, we married. <laughs> this is a <the> thing. <laughs> hey, how you doing? What's your name? Yes. You like me? You want my number? <laughs> Okay, I'm your wife. I'm ready to meet your parents whenever. But that is so real. Yeah. That is so real. I have planned so many weddings. Yeah. From people, I probably don't even remember their names right now. Yeah. (laughs) But like when I meet you, we are getting married Mm -hmm. and having three kids. Mm -hmm. And these are their names. Like names and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my daughter's name is actually one of the names that just kept it's popping right. up. So, so here you go, Jazz. Um, <laughs> but like when you know we did divorce, I was like, there has to like, there has to be more to yeah. it than this. 
I'm not just built to be a wife. Yeah. And and at that point, like I'm a mother. Mm-hmm. Like I I had Jalen when I was a nineteen. I pregnant when I was 18, had him when I was 19, and then I had Joshua when I was 20, 21, mm-hmm. 21. Um, still young, yeah. you know, but I'm just like, there's more than this. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't want to be nobody's wife no more. Yeah. And I was determined. And I didn't date for five years. Yeah. I, no, I dated, but I dated to eat. Like. To literally eat. To eat. Mm. Where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> I tell this story all the time I love this. to the girls. And they're like, Miss Jessica, you did not say it. Yes, I did. <laughs> this guy, we were on a date, and he was just talking about himself. And I'm eating. I ordered steak. Uh-huh. I ordered, I, no, I ordered a, um appetizer. Okay. It was at Friday's. And they had, like, I think it was the jalapeno poppers. Mm-hmm. And they were good. So I'm like, <laughs> and he's just talking about himself. <laughs> and, baby, I'm just eating. <laughs> steak. I'm cutting my steak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ordered chocolate cake. Wow. And I'm eating. And he was like, so tell me about yourself. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I have two kids, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm a hairstylist. That's that's what I did at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh. He was like, so, you know, where do you see this going? I'm like, oh, like, I don't want to be in a relationship with nobody. And he was like, well, why would you come on a date? I was like, because I want to eat. <laughs> Very honest with people. And I felt like I was honest with him from the beginning, but yeah. he thought it was going to be something yeah. else. Um, and he made me pay for half my meal. Did he? Re- it was a bad girl. <laughs> to this day. I think it's the most hilarious thing. But I did that all the time. And when I finally met my now husband, my guy brother, mm-hmm. he, was, he told him, he was like, oh, I knew you was going to come around because we actually met you. Cause they didn't meet nobody. Oh, my kids didn't meet nobody. Oh, okay. And well, they might have met one guy. We won't talk about that. Yeah. Um, but everybody else, you're just feeding me. Yeah. Or taking me to a movie I want to yeah. see. Yeah. And we're going to a movie because I don't have to engage with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy me some popcorn, extra butter, <laughs> and a slushy. And lay the white lay cherry, the please. Yes. <laughs> white cherry. White cherry, please. <laughs> and you can sit next to me. You may not touch me. <laughs> we're not holding hands. You can take me to see, oh, I think it was um, that stupid movie. I can't think of it. The Hangover. Okay. I think. And you can take me to see that. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else. So, yeah. That is too funny. Yeah. Wow. But I related. I, I related to so many things. I have other ones, but we have to move on, I know. <laughs> I'm sure you have other questions. (laughs) I do have other questions. (laughs) All right. So throughout the book, I talk about my experience of trying to keep love Mm -hmm. in um, extreme measures. Um, What are some things that you might have done to keep love? Oh, girl. (laughs) I got to talk about the legal things. Um, (laughs) um, One in particular is not. It's not super legal, but it's not like it wasn't illegal for me. Well, I guess it was. Anyway, um, my ex was working at an electronics store that shall remain nameless. Okay. And um, he 
was kind of like putting stuff in the trunk of my car and mm. I would back in, let him put it in the trunk of my car and take it. Okay. okay. And take it home. Um, well, and we weren't married at the time, but okay. it was just like they had it on camera. Like I could have oh, gone to jail. I did yeah. it by the grace of Jesus yes. Christ, my savior. Um, and he didn't even, that he just had to like retribution payback mm-hmm. and all the things. Mm-hmm. But, like, looking back, that was so dumb. Yeah. Like, I could have really been in jail for a minute because electronics. Yeah. And that's when DVD players was a thing. Oh, like, kind of, kind of new. Like, yeah. I'm dating myself now. I'm pretty old. But <laughs> you're not that old. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was DVD players, like, stereos, like, yeah. expensive things. Yeah. That, felonies, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I wow. mean, and they had my license plate and everything, but like nothing ever came back on me. Okay. So, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he'll tell you now that that was dumb. Like, mm-hmm. We were just dumb. Just mm-hmm. dumb. Wow. That is extreme. <laughs> <laughs> and, but the, the, the sad part is like, it wasn't even a thought in my mind of whether I should do this or not. You just did it for him. Yeah. For the relationship. Like, this is what I need you to do. I need yeah. you to come here and just, they had a little drop in or whatever you call it. Yeah. side. just park right there, pop your trunk. You ain't got to get out the car. Yeah. I put it in there. You leave. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Like when you even like think about that, mm-hmm. you were so attached in that relationship yeah. that you didn't even think about no, it. You it just was not it. even is this wrong? Yeah. It was, oh, okay. What time? Yeah. All right, I'll be there. I'll be there five minutes early. No, don't come five. Just come at the time I say come. Okay. <laughs> come, pop, don't put it in there. Wow. Go back. And wait for him to come home. Wow. And I say come home. It was my apartment. <laughs> it was like, yeah. It was, I was in college, so we had college apartments. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Don't get mad at me, sir. I'm not putting your business out there. Just let me make that, um... <laughs> If you hear this, <laughs> I'm just saying some dumb I did that happens to be some dumb you did. So, you know, hey. I love um, the disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, just don't be mad. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, and the thing is, like, it's not something that is not known. Like, everybody, yeah. Knows, yeah. everybody knows yeah. about it. But, yeah, we, um, that was real stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we learned. Mm-hmm. We learned. Mm-hmm. Um, can you share a moment? of shame in your life that you yeah I guess maybe yeah just think about an experience that you had um so a lot of this goes back to my first marriage and again we were young so Mm -hmm. this is not trying to make him a bad guy um but I what we I was I I was pregnant with my second child Mm mm-hmm and um, he just kind of decided he didn't want to be married, didn't want to be a, a husband or a father anymore. Mm. Um, so I was sitting in our townhouse on the couch. I'll never forget. We had like these white leather couches that we got from um, my pastor gave them to us. And um, I was sitting there and I just put my head in my hands and I just started crying because everybody told me not to get married. Mm. And everybody told me, like, you're going to ruin your life. Yeah. You're not going to finish school. And I had I had dropped out of school because mm-hmm. now I'm a wife and I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, who's going to watch my kid, you know? 
So I was just like, I have to move in with my parents. Mm. This sucks. Yeah. Like, and I did this to myself. Like yeah. this, this self condemnation, you mm-hmm. know, and just so full of shame because I knew I was gonna have to eventually. People at church would know. Yeah. We're not together. Yeah. Eventually, you know, people, and it was church was like my main community at mm-hmm. the time because I wasn't in school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working, but people at work don't care, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was like <sighs> about to be judged because yeah. I didn't say this, but um, my dad at the time was the assistant pastor of our church. I'm a PK. Oh. So when I left for college, no one expected Jessica to get pregnant. No. Um, let alone get married. Yeah. Um, so, and my parents, like a lot of people might think they might still to this day think that they forced me into marriage. They Mm -hmm. did not. That was absolutely my choice. Mm -hmm. Um, they actually didn't, they wanted us to wait, you know, Mm -hmm. they knew I was pregnant, which that baby, I actually miscarried. Mm. And I still was like, I asked my ex at the hospital, are you still going to marry me? Like a dummy. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah. And we got married two weeks later. Okay. And then I got pregnant immediately. I was like, cause I want this baby. Wow. So I got pregnant probably like on the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's easy to get pregnant after you miscarry. Mm-hmm. So it was very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I knew I had to face church people. I knew they yeah. would be judging me. I knew they would be judging my parents. Like I was really yeah. concerned about how that made my dad look, Yeah, you know, I'm a daddy's girl. So mm-hmm. you can talk about me all you want to. I will fight you about my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and some church members know that anybody listening, you already know. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, so I was really just full of shame. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm moving in with my parents into their, what, was at the time like a fixed up garage like they had mm-hmm. it had ac the whole night i mean it was nice it had a bathroom and all that but yeah. like in my mind it's a garage yeah and me and my two kids and i'm like pregnant pregnant mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like me and my two kids about to be living in my parents mm-hmm. garage mm-hmm. now i say it like that but my mom would be like girl you make it sing-. no <laughs> it was nice it was it had carpet it had ac yeah. it had a bathroom yeah. plumbing all the things <laughs> but like in in my mind, yeah, I have a, a nice townhome with a backyard fenced in. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where my kids are supposed to grow up until we can buy a house. Yeah. And I'm leaving this and I'm giving away my furniture because yeah. I don't have money to pay for storage. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally packing my stuff, packing my kids' stuff, mm-hmm. moving in with my parents. Mm-hmm. And me and my ex ended up getting back together. <laughs> yep. We ended up getting back together. He had like this time apart doing whatever he was doing. And wow. we got back together right before um, Joshua was born. And um, things were good until they weren't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Now your story is sounding familiar to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I saw you. you We live the same life, girl. Parallels. Yeah. But I I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about the church. Mm -hmm. And I feel like so many people who deal with our similar situations would come to the church to talk about things that they're going through, but Mm -hmm. they feel the things that you stated judgment, shame. 
Do you think that we, I know, I'll ask you the question. Do you think we've, we've pivoted in how we interact with people who might have made different decisions? As a church? As a church. Mm. Yes and no. I think that a lot of the newer churches mm-hmm. are better with sinners. Mm-hmm. And I use quotation. Airport, yeah. yeah. Um, because a lot of them are coming out of toxic church. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that my church at the time was toxic um, because I grew up there and yeah. I loved my church. Yeah. I loved it. But you have toxic people. I mean, you got the deaconesses looking at you crazy and, you know, the deacons looking at you crazy. Mm -hmm. The, the people that their kids once looked up at to you Mm -hmm. looking at you crazy, Mm -hmm. you know, judging you, saying Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. like saying things was my thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not real good at, letting you say what you 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 honestly can say what you want about me but you're not going to talk about my kids yeah and how they got there or bring any shame to them Mm -hmm. for being here Mm -hmm. so I think that the newer churches and this I don't want to say new wave because wave means it may go away but newer churches I think they're doing better with like helping people with mental health yeah helping people with addictions helping people just with sin problems like some of us have some stuff we need to recover from some of us have some stuff we need to let go of Mm -hmm. and you know I think grace it's just grace is Mm -hmm. applied heavily Mm -hmm. now but we still have those churches Mm -hmm. that deal in religion and not so much grace and relationship with Christ yeah I think that's been the thing that I've learned over the years is really understanding God's love for me. Mm-hmm. And as I understood more about God's love for me, I was able to extend that to others, others. and extend the grace to mm-hmm. others. Um, because my sin is no different from anyone else's. Correct. Thing. And he looks at, and that's, that's the thing that I think in the last, I'll say 10 years of my life, I'm 41 now. That I'm so glad that I have um, fallen out of religion and thinking that I have to be a certain way or do a certain thing. I wanted a nose ring since forever. Mm -hmm. And that was not a thing that, and I lead worship at my church Mm -hmm. now, but in my former church, like suits, heels, lap cloth, if you're on the front line, like... A nose ring, no ma'am. No ma'am, no grits, no ham. Okay? That's not acceptable. Now, they might not. No, they'll say it to you. Like, "Mm, no, sugar, you're not. Yeah, you take that out before you get out there. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't get one for years. I didn't. Mm. I hid my, I'm 25 years old. I hid my tattoos from my mom and my dad. Jalen told on me my oldest son wow mommy my mommy got a tattoo i was like boy if you don't sit down somewhere and as soon as he turned 18 i took him to get his ears Mm. pierced so it's like i don't 
I'm so glad that I freed myself yeah. of that. Yeah. Because this is a part of expressing who I am. Yeah. I am not, not the people that like to wear suits to church. This mm-hmm. is no shade. Yep. Do your do. Yeah. Because my church is multicultural. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, people that come wearing suits, mm-hmm. full suits mm-hmm. every Sunday. Yeah. Comfortable. Yep. Because that's how they we make them feel. Yeah. But they don't look down on me because I'm about to have my ripped jeans. Right. Leading worship. <laughs> I ain't going to have yeah. it too, too ripped, you yeah. know, because yeah. you want to be holy and acceptable a little bit. But not a little bit, a lot. I'm sorry. But like, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to look down on anybody for any. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. And I think that that's, I've gotten that freedom in mm. Christ. Mm. And, you know, there are things that I don't think that I'm allowed to do mm-hmm. that I feel like God might be like, eh, no, yep. that's not for you. Yep. And I'm like, but she, but that's not yeah. for you. And that's okay. Because yep. my, my, where he has me going is a little different. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. that's how I feel by the church. I love my church. Shout out to Motivation Church, yeah. Pastor Travis and Brittany Jones. They're See, my people. You know what? I'm going to shout out my church. Yeah. Shout out to Life Church. Yes, Life Pastor Church. I love Pastor, Pastor Vernon. Pastor I'll be checking out their Instagram. They are hilarious. I love <laughs> they them. Are. I love they them. Are. Yes. They're so cute, too. I love them. Richmond, we couple. have some good churches yeah. up here. So we do. Yeah. Y'all, if y'all don't go to church, y'all need to try it. them two churches and then <laughs> email Erica. She'll give you a list of other churches. <laughs> I love that. All right. So um, in terms of your, what you kind of just described as your moment of shame, how did you move through that? Ooh, not very easily. Um, I remember, <laughs> I remember one day, um, my pregnancy was with Joshua was hard because of everything I was going through. Mm-hmm. Not like just because I was physically sick, which I was like, I had, um, hyperemesis, just vomiting all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the anxiety, the fear of not knowing. And I remember laying on the bathroom floor, crying and asking Jesus to come and get me like, can the rapture be right now? Wow. Like, I know I can't kill myself. Yeah. But can you rapture us yeah. today? Like yeah. now? Because I don't, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> this is too much. Um. So it, it was definitely a process. It took, I'll, I'll never forget this day as well. Like my mom, I was just depressed, you know, mm-hmm. and my mom put me in the car and just drove mm-hmm. and I'm just boohoo crying and she's just praying over me mm-hmm. and just praying. And I'm screaming now like I go from crying to like screaming Mm. like I just I was in such agony and it was shame and it was me allowing the accuser the devil to just get in my head Mm. and I just oh my gosh and after that day after my mom prayed over me it's like slowly but surely it started to lift. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was doing quiet time and things like that. And it just felt like you, you're not listening to me, God. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to pray for my kids and that's it. I'm yeah. not asking for anything else for me because you're not listening to me. And it wasn't until like we had that whole car moment yeah. that I just was like, God, 
okay, like I know a huge part of this is the enemy. So I just need you to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you change my heart. You change my mind. If it's meant for me and my husband to get back together, you make that Mm -hmm. happen. And slowly I just got better. Mm -hmm. And by the end of my pregnancy, um, and I started reading this book um, called Supernatural Childbirth. Shout out to Jackie Mai. She's dead in heaven with Jesus. Okay. I think her husband's still living. Okay. Anyway, it's a really good book. Mm-hmm. And it had scriptures and confessions mm. and things to say over my body, over my baby, mm. over things. Mm-hmm. And um, that helped me get through because okay. I was literally waking up in the morning quoting these scriptures, whether I felt it or not. Okay. Um, and I think that that's a huge thing for us as Christians. like. We always want to feel. Yeah. And when we don't feel like God is there or we don't feel like worshiping or praying or anything like that, like we, we lose hope and Mm -hmm. we lose, we just fall off. And I pushed through Mm -hmm. and pushing through helped me. I just hope came back. My joy came back. I started, you know, the, like the scripture that um, restoring to me, the joy of my salvation. Like I started feeling that I understood that scripture. Mm -hmm. So it was not a fast process, but it was a worth it process that I, that was 18 years ago. My son's 18. That was 18 years ago. And that's a time that I always look back on when I'm having hard times because it's like, he brought you through that. That was a lot. For a 21, well, when I got pregnant, I was 20. Mm-hmm. For a 20-year-old with another child, mm-hmm. that was a lot. Yeah. It, I mean, I went through a lot of trauma in a short period of time. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, if you can do that, how much more? Right. Right. And he, I mean, 18 years, he's proven so many things. Oh, I'm sure he has. <laughs> Good Lord. Yes. <laughs> he has proven over and over. And then uh, when I get in those moments where I'm doubting him, yeah. it's like, you're so dumb, girl. Mm. Remember, just, I mean, my, my, all of my children are a blessing and I don't have favorites. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. But my two older children represent a time in my life where God was faithful. Mm. I mean, because, and I say that because a lot of the things that happened to me may not have been caused by me, but they were because of a decision that I made, you know, and it was a choice that I made outside of God's will. And he was still faithful. Mm. That's a whole message. It is. Mm. He's good, child. He is good. I would tell (laughs) anybody. Listen. You can't make mm. me walk away, away from that man. No. Not. N- nope. No. Nope. Mm. Nope. I be getting the doubts. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope. Because remember this and remember yes. that. The Holy Spirit will always say. He does. Remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And you remember this. Oh, yeah. I remember that, too. Okay. Yeah. So but that's dying. what we need. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. Yep. Mm. Um, what advice would you give? to others based on what we've just talked about oh man well you know the the grace home girls so i didn't <laughs> talk about them you didn't. but um i am the program director at grace home ministries which is a non-profit faith-based organization for 
teen moms. Mm-hmm. Um, and we walk alongside them throughout their pregnancy. And some of them come to us already had, have had their babies or mm-hmm. not. And a lot of them are just like we were. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them, whether they have family support or baby daddy support yeah. or church support, all of them are looking for love, yeah. searching for love and acceptance and all of the things. Mm-hmm. So something that we're even, we're reiterating right now because I'm seeing it in our girls right now is that you have to, cause most of our girls that come don't know the love of God. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We give them the love of God. They don't understand why we will Uber them and feed them yeah. and give them diapers yeah. and wipes. And I mean, of course, it's an earn as you learn program, so mm-hmm. they have to earn it. But in their mind, doing some curriculum is not earning a big box of diapers. Mm-hmm. They like, I mean, I can do that in my sleep and I get diapers. Yup. You get diapers, you get wipes, you get formula, you get baby yeah. clothes, you get whatever you need. So they know like what they're doing is not does not equal what they're getting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm doing something very small mm-hmm. and I'm getting something very large. Mm-hmm. So I I believe that that's how we show them the love of God. Yeah. And also, you know, we talk about God, but they most of them are unchurched. So, you know, the unchurched, we have to hit them differently. Yeah. And the one thing that we are pushing is you have to love yourself because and you even said that in your book, if you don't love yourself, you cannot properly love anyone else. Yeah. You can't love your kids the way they sh- need to be loved mm-hmm. and should be loved. Mm-hmm. You have to love you. You have to love every little piece of you. You might not like your teeth. Mm-hmm. I eat in my teeth. <laughs> they all right now. I yeah. got braces. I'm good. Yeah. Right. But you might not like certain things about yourself, but what you have to do is find those things that you do like about, cause there's something you like about yourself. Yeah. So find those things that you do like about yourself and then expand on that. Mm-hmm. So one exercise we always do is we do two main exercises. What do you like about yourself and what do you di- dislike about yourself? Okay. So on the front, right, what you like on the back, what you dislike. And yeah. of course the back is full mm. and the front, this, 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 and this. Okay, we're going to, we want to get rid of that stuff on the back mm-hmm. and push some of that in the positive to the front. Yeah. So if I could tell anyone anything, it would be that loving yourself leads to loving others and it leads to not taking less than. Yeah. You know, not all of the girls have bad babies' fathers, but there are some that their baby daddies could take them or leave them mm-hmm. as long as they're giving them something. Yeah. Whether it's money, sex, yeah. food, they food stamps, yeah. whatever. Like, they could take them or leave them. Yeah. And they take that because sex is love mm-hmm. in their mind. Sex mm-hmm. equals love. Him giving me a hug or slapping me on my butt mm-hmm. or telling like mm-hmm. that equals love. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to we're we're I don't want to say I'm because I'm not alone, but we are trying to paint a picture. Love you. Yeah. 
love you, love your funny. I, I mean, and I make a list for them mm-hmm. of what I like about them. Mm-hmm. When they first start, I, I we do an interview mm-hmm. and they're quiet, but then I'll make jokes, you know, um, I'll make jokes all the yeah. time because that helps them with their awkwardness. Yeah. And that's just my natural anyway. Um, but I'll get to know them and I'm like, you're funny. Mm-hmm. You really have a heart for other people. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, I do. You do. <laughs> Write it down. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I would just say like, learn to love yourself and you, and ultimately learning to love yourself is loving God right. and letting him show you. Yeah. Um, but for those that don't know God, learn to love yourself. And, and I think you'll find God there, mm-hmm. you know, if you truly are on that path to learn to love yourself, God, God will find you mm-hmm. and jack you up in the corner and be like, Hey, love me. Yeah. Love me. So you can love you. Yeah. And so you can love the people around you because mm-hmm. what they're getting from their baby dad, even some of their family members that use them for things mm-hmm. like it's not love, Mm-mm. but they think that it's love because it's acceptance in the moment. Yep. It's just in the moment yeah. though. Mm. And God's love is affirming. Absolutely. And that's what you were doing for her when she was like, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have. And I think that that's another thing that women especially have to get better at yeah, affirming affirm- each other. That's right. You know, I, I try to be anytime I feel like, cause it happens a little bit of jealousy. Cause yeah. I see some, yeah. I be like, how can I turn this? Let yeah. me, let me text her. Sis, you killed. Yeah. You look yes. good. Show me how to get skinny like that. Yep. I want a booty like yours. <laughs> like, But that's true. It's true. It is true. We have to learn how to turn it because yeah. that green monster will turn into something it else. Will. And it'll turn into gossip and yeah. ugliness and something that you never really meant it to be. Yeah. It's you just really were admiring what she has, yeah. whether it's clothes, her body, her mind, mm-hmm. that she's smart, mm-hmm. you know. Her hair, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like for women, for us, it's usually physical, yeah. you know. But I find myself like drawn and, you know, in my friendships are now, oh gosh, they are women that I adore. Mm-hmm. Like they're smart. They're beautiful. They make me laugh. Mm-hmm. And I want to like learn from them. Yeah. And I want to be able to give to them too. Yeah. Like. Your kids are my kids, yep. sis. Bring them over. Mm-hmm. We let's do it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's kind of off topic, but yeah, we have to learn how to affirm each other. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing in my friendships now. That's awesome. Is trying to affirm. Like I said, girl, you killed it with this book, girl. <laughs> Listen, Thank I'm you. reading this book like this is not your story, but wow. <laughs> And I think it's a lot of women like us. Yeah. They might not like with every part of it, but the feelings. Yeah. We've all felt naked and ashamed. Yeah. Agreed. For sure. So my favorite part of our conversation. Mm-hmm. So take a moment and think about this. If you had to title a book, mm-hmm. Blank and Unashamed, what would you title it and why? I would title it Healing and Unashamed Mm. because I am still healing from 
a lot of things mm-hmm. um, and things and I'm in therapy and I go to therapy um, what, bi-weekly. Okay. Um, and it's not cause I'm crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's wise for me because I deal with health, unhealthy um, people all the time, yeah. you know, with my job. Yeah. So um, I need to stay healthy in my mind and um, shout out to my pastor friend, Brittany Jones, who'd be like, when I'm having a hard time and I text you, you've been to therapy? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to call her. I'm going to call her. <laughs> yeah, you need to make that appointment, sis, because, you know, because um, it's important yeah. when you deal with, I mean, it's important whether you have healthy people all around you yeah. to do that, even if it's like once a quarter, like just check in with somebody, mm-hmm. be able to empty out your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I realized in therapy around Christmas that I'm still healing from some childhood things Mm. that I didn't even know were a thing. I'm with you sis on that one. I did not know. I I made one statement and she was like, oh, 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 stop right there. Mm. Go back to that. What'd you just say? And I'm like, I don't want to say it because I don't don't like where this is going. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you mean. Mm -hmm. And I realized like, oh, that's a thing. Yeah. And then it was some other things. And the crazy part is like compared to other people that I know, I I had a pretty healthy childhood. Yeah. But things happen that, you know, you just don't deal with. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, well, I know people that have gone through worse. So yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. But you're not. Yeah. And you need to deal with it and you need to heal. Mm-hmm. So healing and unashamed. Okay. Wow. I love that. Thank you. Well, that's our time together. Oh, this was fun. I was so nervous, but it wasn't bad. (laughs) I have enjoyed having you here with us. Appreciate all the shout outs. Of course. To Motivation Church, Grace Home Ministries. Yes. yes, It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. I'll come back. I mean, you know, I read the book, but (laughs) I'll come back and talk more. Now I'm comfortable. I'm like, give me a mic, girl. do this all day as long as i'm not on video i'm glad (laughs) this was not video well thank you so much thank you erica thank you for taking the time to listen i hope you were able to walk away with something meaningful you can apply to your life if you're interested in sharing your story and being a guest on the podcast let me know by visiting andunashamed.com Remember to subscribe and feel free to share and encourage someone with this episode. If you haven't already, go grab a copy of my book, Naked and Unashamed. You can find out where to purchase by also visiting the site and unashamed.com. I can't wait to chat with you next time. Before we go, I'll leave you with a quote from Oscar Wilde. To love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance.